Welcome to So Here's the Thing, where we share candid conversations that lift the veil on what it takes to find success, even if that means sharing a few unpopular opinions. I'm your host, Leila Yamadi. Grab some coffee or a cocktail, and let's get real. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the show. Today, I thought it would be really fun to invite a few of my mastermind members onto the show to share their experience inside of my own mastermind, which makes me a little nervous, but mostly excited. This is definitely something that is new and exciting to the creative industry, having these small group educational experiences. Um, I feel like everywhere I turn, there's another educator who is opening doors to their own masterminds. And I thought this could be helpful if you were considering either being a part of a mastermind or starting your own, hopefully hearing the experiences that some of these amazing members have had will help you kind of solidify if it's something that you're interested in. Now, at the time of this episode airing, so today, if you're listening, in on the first day, um, my applications for my own mastermind will still be open for the next week. So if you're interested, head over to the show notes or to leiliamadi.com slash mastermind and check it out. But honestly, even if you listen to this later on and my applications are not open, there are, like I mentioned, so many great educators who offer this amazing experience. Um, Now, of course, you guys know, I keep it real here, not all educational experiences are created equal, so be really discerning in what you look at, but hopefully this episode will help you. So without talking your ear off anymore, I'm gonna let you guys get into the episode and hear directly from some of the most amazing people I've had the chance to work with. In this episode, you'll be hearing from four of my seven current mastermind members, including Sarah of Sarah and Design. She owns a brand and website design company for creative entrepreneurs. You're going to hear from Emma of Emma Christine. She is a boudoir photographer and educator. She has courses and amazing education for boudoir photographers. You're going to hear from Haley of Gaffin Creative. She is a podcast producer and she's phenomenal. And you're also going to be hearing from Julie of Dallas Girl Friday. She is a systems strategist and virtual assistant. These women, along with the other three women inside of my mastermind, are just phenomenal, and I cannot wait for you to hear from them about their experience inside the mastermind. Hi, everyone. I am Sarah. I am a brand and website designer for creatives, and I'm so thankful that I've been part of Laylee's mastermind for the past six months. Um, I have learned so much and I'm excited to share a little bit about my experience and answer any questions that Layla might have that would help you guys determine if a mastermind is a good fit for you and what you should look for when you are choosing to invest in one yourself. Yay. I'm so excited to have you here, Sarah. Um, I know for anybody who's listening to this, Sarah has been on several episodes. She is my brand designer. I was insanely honored that Sarah would even want to be a part of this group. Um, and so I think honestly, my biggest and best question for you, Sarah, and I think would be the most helpful for our listeners is I know personally how many things you've invested in education wise over the past several years that we have been friends and peers and just going through the industry together over the past few years, you have made such amazing investments in your educational experiences. In fact, I think that you have found more value in the things that you've invested in than I have in the things I've invested in, which is I'm a little salty, but that's okay. Um, But because of that, I'd love to hear from you like, even within the masterminds that I've seen you be a part of, whether it was mine or another educators, um, they all look really different. So how do you decide what it is that you want to invest in and how do you make those hard decisions? Because I feel like for most people, once they're committed to 
an educational experience, like it's great for them and they really go all in. And once they make the decision to invest, they're good. But for most of it, it's the indecisiveness leading up that's really difficult. So what are some of the things that you think through before investing? So many good questions to think about there. (laughs) I guess first things first, I have been really grateful for the educational opportunities that I've invested in. I feel like I have been really lucky and have not had a bad outcome so far. I've gotten to work with some really amazing educators who have all put together very different educational programs, and they do all offer something a little bit different for each one. Um, So some of those things that I think can look different are for one size. Um, I've been in a mastermind with 30 people and I've been in a much more intimate mastermind with, you know, six to 12 people. And those both have a very different feel, um, you know, and kind of different pros and cons. So that's a big one that I think stands out as something to think about when you're looking at what you want out of an educational experience. Um, of course the educator that you're choosing is going to have a huge effect on what that experience looks like. Um, and I think there, if you are looking to make a decision on that, it's important to look not just at the educator and what you admire about them, but to look at their past students. So it's not just about the educator, but it's also about the students that they've taught and the transformations that those students have then seen in their lives and their businesses. Um, I think it's really easy to be attracted to an educator and like their personality and like what they're doing in their own business. But if they can't show that they can replicate that for other students, um, it may not necessarily be a great outcome for you at the end of the educational experience. So um, you can definitely take a look at their past student testimonials or even reach out to people who have worked with them before and get a good feel for what that educator is going to be like. And that will really set the tone for the educational experience. As far as size goes, like I said before, that can be a huge uh, determining factor in what that educational experience looks like. I have enjoyed both sizes for different reasons, but the larger mastermind does, I think, tend to have less of that personal feel. So if you're someone who does want a lot of one-to-one advice, you really want to connect with the peers in your group in a more intimate way, you want people to know your business thoroughly and be able to pour into it, I think that's definitely a reason to go for a smaller group. Um, You are going to get more individualized attention and have a great time connecting with people who can really understand your business, pinpoint your needs and help you navigate all of your questions over the time that you're working together. On the flip side, a larger group does have more people with more variety of experiences. So you do get to learn from more people. um, And that can be a great thing too. It's just not going to feel quite as intimate and personalized as far as the advice goes. So it's just something to think about and decide, you know, what's really a best fit for you. Oh my gosh, that was so helpful. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing all of that amazing insight. Um, I know that I kind of wish I had heard it back before my last big investment, but that's fine. So I love that. I would love to hear, you know, now that you've kind of outlined a few of the differences within the things that you've invested in, is there anything about our mastermind that we have been in for these past like six months together that has stood out to you or that you've really enjoyed or been surprised by? Yes, I've enjoyed every minute of it, one. (laughs) But two, I think um, one of the strengths of this particular mastermind is the quality of people that Laylee attracts to the group and brings together. Um, 
a mastermind in, in my mind, and I know Laylee would agree, is meant to be peer-to-peer focused. So Laylee is definitely there as an incredible educator. She lends great wisdom and advice when needed, but you are also learning from the people in the group. And that's one of the things that is really magical about a mastermind. <laughs> and so with this group in particular, she brought together some really incredible people. And I think that will happen time and time again for any educational offering that Laylee puts together because she does attract um, really fantastic people who are just really smart in their businesses and always dreaming big and thinking up new ideas. So just to be surrounded by people who have that kind of creative energy and drive, it really makes all the difference in the everyday of your own business to have those peers that you can learn from, feel comfortable asking questions, um, you know, and just be inspired by. So I've, I've really appreciated that aspect of it. Thanks. You make me sound so good. Um, but honestly, you guys are the reason that the group has gone as, as amazingly well as it has it, you know, having the right fit of personality of experience level, a variety of industries, all those things are really important to me and even important to me when I'm looking to find something to invest in. So again, um, I know that like my mastermind applications are open, you know, for the next like week and a half, but in general, I think finding something to invest in is so difficult. And that is something that I have found has either made or, you know, it can make or break an experience is who else is involved and are they being selected um, in a really discerning way? Or are people, are the leaders involved just kind of making empty promises and saying, oh, we filter through applications very carefully, but we all know that they probably don't. Um, So that means a lot to me. And I'm really glad that it's reflected in our group. um, And I've just seen so much success with it. So thank you. All right, Sarah, I would love to hear because I am super excited for you. What are some of the big tangible takeaways and wins that you've experienced through our time together these past six months? I have definitely experienced some good transformations over the past couple of months. Most tangibly, the girls in this group encouraged me to raise my prices in a way that has really been a huge help to my family and me during this time. Um, we're, we're about to embark on a cross-country move and being able to raise those prices just in time for um, a lot of big transitions in business has really me- meant the world to me. I don't think that I would have made that leap on my own, but having people who are not necessarily in my business every day, step in and take a look at my services and encourage me to make that leap, um, has just been a world of difference. And I'm so grateful for it. That's, that's been huge. I think as far as intangibles, I'm grateful to just have the community. I'm sure other girls have mentioned that as well, but, Uh, It's just helpful to have creative people that you can connect to and pop in and say hello to. Um, Lately gives us a lot of great ways to communicate with each other. So I love hearing their voices or seeing their faces, Um, especially in a year where I'm trying really hard to work on mental health and just stay in a good place where I can best serve my business, my clients, my family, and myself. It's been really great to have those people to lean on, whether things are going right or wrong. <laughs> it's nice to have a community that can understand where we are and and continue to build each other up. Yeah, I love that. And I think um, it's really important to note here that while you raised your prices and it was such a good move for you, um, what I love about this group is that we as a group are not encouraging one another just to raise prices just to raise prices. We're encouraging it when the value warrants it, when the work level warrants it. Um, and I think that that's when people see success. And this is just me getting on a soapbox here, y'all, but like, I really cannot stand when educators give blanket advice and just rinse and repeat advice. And I, 
you know, I wouldn't necessarily go through to all seven members of the mastermind and say, you should definitely raise your prices by this much just to tell them to do something to call a win. It's only a win if you can back it up by booking and you totally could. And I love that for you. And I'm so glad that, that we were able to come together and, and encourage you in that way. And by encourage you, I mean, really just force your hand while we were all sitting around making you watching you raise your prices on your website. But, um, that makes me so happy. It was exactly what I needed. (laughs) And that's exactly why it's so important, I think, to have that community and have a mastermind. And that's why the smaller group was a good fit for me at this time, because it was people who could really take a deep dive into my business, look at my services, look at my offerings and make sure that that was the right move for me. Um, I think in a larger group, maybe something like that could have gotten lost, but for this particular group, um, it was exactly what I needed so that we could make that decision with confidence and, and really be able to move forward with it, um, and feel good about it. Hey, I'm Emma, um, of Emma Christine photography, and I joined the mastermind because I wanted a community of like-minded women that were wanting to move forward in their businesses and grow together. And I'm walking away with the best sisterhood of people that can actually see those things that need improvement in my business that I can't see because I'm so focused on moving forward all the time that I kind of miss those pieces that I drop along the way. (laughs) Yeah. I love that. I feel like Emma, you are such a mover and shaker. Like you're constantly coming out new things. We're like in the fifth month and right away you were like, cutting services out that no longer fit the needs of your business and transitioning and you launched a course in the middle. And so it's been really fun to see like the group be that community for you that you can really be a part of. But I also love that you said like you joined for community and you got out of it exactly what you wanted to. You got out of it a group that's just very like loyal to you and dedicated to you. And I, I see how well you give what you want. So like you have given so much to our community and I love hearing that you're able to like take that away as well. Yeah. I really do value the people that I've met through the mastermind. And I just feel like they're all people that I'm going to be able to come back to in years and be proud of what they've done. And they'll be proud of me and stuff like that. So I just think it's awesome. I love that. Is there anything that really surprised you about the experience as a whole or about the group? Is there anything that you were like, oh, I wasn't, I didn't think this would be like something that happened inside of this mastermind? Oh yeah. Honestly, um, even just the people that were inside of it were not just photographers and coming into this as a photographer, I'm in so many groups that it's just photographers. So it was really interesting to be able to connect with different people of different backgrounds. Some have come from like the corporate world and some, you know, are doing like time management and podcast services and things like that. And they're not just a photographer. They, you know, so it's really cool to actually talk with people that are creative entrepreneurs rather than photographers to kind of expand my horizons a little bit. I love that. Yeah. I think it's super important to have a variety of industries represented because I know coming from photography myself, I did feel like we just kind of stay in our little bubble and all are doing the same things, but it's so cool to be able to take something that another industry leader is doing and apply it into our industry. So I I think that's amazing. If you had a hesitation before joining the mastermind, what was it? And like, now that you're kind of coming to a close in the time together, did your experience negate that hesitation? So I guess when I came into the mastermind or when I was applying for it, rather 
together. Um, I was a little bit nervous that I wasn't going to be able to give it my full attention and my full time um, and just be present for every single meeting. Maybe I wouldn't be able to make you know, each time work, but so far I actually have been, and, um, everything's been working out really well with my schedule at the studio and everything. So, um, that part is good, but also keeping up with the, uh, extracurricular communication that happens in our Marco Polo chat or like in Facebook and things like that. I just want to make sure that I'm able to give as much as I receive from the other girls in the mastermind. So I want to make sure that I'm able to be present and help them as much as they help me. Oh my goodness. Yes. I love that. I feel like we have such an active group and they kind of, I feel like because we've all gotten so close, it's really cool to see that we want to really like step up and be there for one another. And we want to like pour into one another and give our time so generously. I've loved seeing everybody just be really open with their time. And I think that's amazing. Hey, I'm Haley Gaffin of Gaffin Creative. I'm a podcast producer and photographer based out of Chattanooga, Tennessee. Haley, I am so honored that you were part of this mastermind. Also, I was just shocked that you would want to invest in this in this way because you are also my podcast editor. So I look up to you so much and it has been such a joy having you as part of our group this first six months of this year. It's been amazing. So thanks for being here. Thank you. No, I could not have imagined a better first big investment in my business, especially going like full time in my business this year. Yeah. It's been really, really great having you as part of the group and also just seeing you go full time, seeing you take on amazing other podcast clients and just building out your services and your offerings and really, uh, kind of deciding what direction to take everything. So, um, I'd love to hear Haley, like, how has it gone for you? Do you feel like making this investment was the right move for you at the time? You, similarly to all the other people in the group, not only were you wanting to scale your current offerings, but you were also bringing in new income, new revenue streams, and really building out your offerings. So for my business, I I definitely wanted to scale and I wanted to create some kind of passive income. Um, and passive is such a thrown around word, but I needed the accountability to actually creating the content and the products to drive sales to those resources. And for me, the accountability was such a huge aspect of why I, I felt like a mastermind was the right direction, but also because I'd never done any of these things myself before I had always focused on client to client services and one-on-one services and never scaled to a bigger uh, audience like that to where I could create revenue that didn't require my time and trading my time for money. But at the same time, I also wanted to focus on those one-on-one clients and how I could serve them better and how I could create an experience that did set me apart, especially going full-time in this business. Because for so long, this was kind of a side hustle thing that I didn't give it my all. I didn't give it a hundred percent. And now I'm in a space where I can and having people who have gone through this transition of taking their creative side hustle full time going along with me on this journey has just been really, really valuable. Yeah. I love that. And I feel like a big piece that you mentioned is the accountability. And I think that is something that so many of us undervalue. I think that when you have a group of people who are not only in your corner, not only cheering you on, but you have 
you know, a, a leader in the group who is following up with you and seeing like, Hey, where are you on the progress of these goals that you've set out to accomplish? Um, and just that like gentle, but somewhat firm, like nudge to get things done, I think can be such a game changer for so many of us who work alone. I know I strive like to reach new heights when I have accountability to answer to. Absolutely. And especially the fact that you reach out and are like, where are you? And we have those one-on-ones and we have our hot seats because with a hot seat coming up for me, I know I have such a huge goal to hit before that hot seat like gets here. And I have to do the work to get there so that I can bring it to the table to say, look how much I got done since the last time y'all helped me. It's not like while I'm doing it for me, of course, I also have this need to present to everyone else in the group. Like, yes, this investment is worth it for me, but y'all are encouraging me as well. And it's kind of a win for them. I don't know how to best describe it, but it feels like I owe it to everyone else in my group to be where I'm supposed to be and where I said I was going to be. Yeah, for sure. You want to like follow through on the things that you've shared with the group, especially when you see each other winning. It's like once one person wins, it's almost contagious where you're like, oh my gosh, look at the success that, you know, so-and-so hit, like I can do it too. We're all in this group together. And then it's, it's so beautiful to see like that cycle of winning start to like take place and to be able to cheer each other on, but also feel motivated to do it yourself. Absolutely. And with that, I think that it's one thing that I've really loved about the community aspect of it and doing it alongside other people, as far as the mastermind goes, is that every time that I hear another person's hot seat and I see what they're working on in their business, I take the concepts that they're using and see where I can apply it to my own business and what I can do in my business that they're doing. That's giving them growth, even though no one else in our mastermind is a podcast producer, but I can take things that they're sharing and that everyone is giving them feedback on and put it on my own business in a way that I wouldn't, I can't get that from podcast episodes that I'm listening to. It's very intentional education. Oh my gosh. I'm like, that is such gold because I totally agree. And I think that that's a benefit of having people outside your industry because you're being able to not only apply new education and ideas to your business, but it's going to be unique to, you know, your competitors around you. And so I think that is so invaluable. I'm so glad you brought that up. Oh my gosh. There's so many things I could talk about in this episode. <laughs> it's like stressing me out. Cause I'm like, everybody needs to know that these are the benefits. And while I can only take, you know, six to eight people max per round of mastermind, I think there's so much benefit in finding a group that works for you, no matter who it's with. I just am such an advocate for, finding actionable, good education. And these are all things I think people can apply to finding their own. So that's amazing. Hi, I'm Julie Painter with Dallas Girl Friday. Um, I am a system strategist for wedding professionals. And I joined the mastermind uh, to help launch a few things that were in the pipeline for me. I'll be honest, I have not launched them yet. And that is a reflection 100% on me and nothing to do with the mastermind. I knew immediately when Laylee's name was attached to it, that it was going to be worth the investment. And it was an investment and you get out of it what you put into it. And that's a lesson every business owner needs to learn. But for me, definitely the biggest thing I've gotten out of it is some clarity on some projects, as well as just an incredible supportive 
kind, funny group of women that are in the same place as me, that, that are in launching phases, hustle phases, that are building their empires, that are building their brands. And to be able to come together with these women, not just on the calls, but in our Facebook group, on Instagram DMs, on Marco Polo, it's just, it's incredible. The support, it's its just incredible to be able to have gained those business best friends. That was something I was always lacking in this industry. And I feel like I have it now. I love that so much. And I think that like, we're not even done with our time. So we may have to force launch one of those things for you before our six months is up because you are so close. It's just a matter of doing it. I have everything prepped. I just have to physically do it. And it's, I I have no explanation for what's holding me back other than every single day. I feel like I am just in catch up mode between buying a house, planning a wedding, getting married. Like it's, it's been a crazy few months and um, I like how you say you have no idea what, and then you list all of these. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, I will say, I'm glad you're giving yourself a little bit of grace, a little bit of space to like process all of these things, but also no, I, I think this is a huge thing that people need to hear is that like investing in an educational, whatever experience, a mastermind, a course, anything for yourself. Yes. You get in, you get out of it, what you put in, but also like our businesses are supposed to run as long as our lives. So we have to be able to give ourselves a little bit of breathing room and understand that not everything is going to be a magic wand that like we can just flip a switch and launch something in the first month you're inside of a group. Um, And I know that that's sometimes even in our group, that's so supportive and kind we're seeing, we had one person launch a course. We had one person launch a shirt shop. We've had so many things happening that it's easy to say like, oh, well, I haven't launched my thing yet, but I love that you are a like, okay, I'm aware that I'm taking my time, but I would love to encourage you to be even more forgiving of that and like, understand that that is okay. And we are not even done with our time yet. So don't feel like you're behind, but I really appreciate you sharing that, especially because I think so many people need to hear that. I think we, we tend to just be really hard on ourselves as business owners, especially Um, ones who are so motivated that they do jump into high level investments. But yeah, I mean, I think that there has to be like a balance involved. And I think that that, I mean, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but for me, when I'm part of a group that is actually super helpful is to have people remind me of that as I'm working to build out new offerings. Is there anything that really surprised you about being a part of the experience as a whole or like anything that surprised you about this, this group? I know that it was really nice that you said that when my name was attached to it, you wanted to join it. That makes me super like want to cry, but is there anything that really surprised you about it? Well, I mean, I just, I'd never been in a mastermind before, so I just kind of didn't really know what all to expect. No, I don't know. I don't think anything like surprised me. Well, I do. That's not true. This is going to be really mean, but I kind of assumed there would be at least one dud because there's always a dud in every group, but you picked the, the right people for the group so thoughtfully and like carefully, like you kind of like were matchmaking us as a group. 
And it's just like every single person in the group, I feel like I connect with in like different ways. So it's just really special. Maybe that means I'm the dud. No. Oh my gosh. No. (laughs) (laughs) Stop. I I agree. I think that that is... I don't think that's mean. I think that happens a lot because I think that most people, and if you like, once this comes out and is released on the podcast, like for our listeners out there, like if you're an educator, who's thinking about creating a group, this is the thing that I think is a huge pitfall. I teach this inside the Academy is that a lot of people will put out an offer and be like, anybody who is willing to pay it can be in it. And I just don't agree with that because you want the best transformation. You want the best experience for everybody in the group. And you're not going to get that if you let anybody in any stage of business, in any stage of life with any personality join an intimate group. It just doesn't make sense. A hundred percent. Yeah. I was, cause I applied, I think relatively early on, like I wasn't like waiting till the last minute. And I was like, Oh, I can't believe I have to like wait weeks to find out if I even get in. Oh my gosh. But then like now understanding like why we had to wait. Cause you wanted to make sure to filter through every single person. Like it just, it makes sense. And I'm glad that it was that way. I love hearing that because it's very hard for me to make people wait. So, <laughs> <laughs> but it is, it's so worth it. Once we all get together and we're like, Oh, this is why not everybody. And I think that, you know, it is really hard for me to turn down people. I turned down a handful of people who applied and it was hard. I'm sure for them to hear no. And it was hard for, it was probably harder for me to say no. Um, but I'm sure that looking at it now, I'm hopeful that they would see like, Oh, this is why she said no. Like it wasn't really going to benefit me. I want to make sure that anybody who pays me and shows up and invest their time in something can walk away feeling like they got out of it what they wanted. And if I just let everybody in who is willing to pay, like there's going to be people who won't learn because they're way far ahead or, or will learn so much that they get overwhelmed and they don't do anything if they're really far behind. And so I think it's just really important to have everybody somewhat in the same headspace and also personality types. I think it's really important to have a good mesh of that. Okay. My last question for you, Julie, is if somebody was hesitant to like join a mastermind or invest their time and resources as you're coming toward the end of our time together, uh, you've dedicated like five months to this. What would you tell somebody who had that hesitation? Um, I think it would depend on the reason for their hesitation, but I would guess the most common hesitation would be like the investment, like cost wise. And I would just say, I mean, first of all, always listen to Laylee when she talks about like who should and should not be educating. Like don't sign up for a mastermind with like a person who's been in business for a month, maybe, you know, like, what are they going to teach you? Like sign up and learn from people who know more than you do. You, if you're the smartest person in the room, find a new room. I just think as business owners, it's not like we have corporate job. I mean, not like people at corporate jobs don't have to keep learning, but as business owners, we do have to keep learning and growing to push ourselves. And if you don't take the time to make investments and learn new things, then all you're doing is putting one foot in front of the other every day. And you can't grow that way. There's no chance. I totally agree. I mean, I think that it's something that I am continually looking to invest in something new every year. I try to pick one or two things to invest in. And I feel like every single year that investment becomes bigger and bigger. And most people might think like, 
oh, it should, you should need to learn less as you gain more experience. But I think it's the opposite. (laughs) I love that you're shaking your head. Yeah. I mean, I think it's the opposite. I think that if we want to continue to grow and scale and add new things and make more money and have more time, like you're going to have to learn new ways to do that. And, and I think the person who stops investing in themselves is the person who's going to be stuck for a long time. So I appreciate you sharing that. Cause I, I agree. I mean, I do also think that there's something to be said. I, I know a lot of people who talk to me and who are interested in the mastermind or in any educational experience, not just with me are always like, not always, but a lot of times they'll say things like, Oh, I just can't afford it. And there are a lot of coaches out there that will tell you like, well, you've got to find a way to afford it. Like, let's make it happen. I am not one of those people. I think you need to have the money in order to spend the money. I don't want anybody to to go into debt because they want to get education. First you make the money, then you invest in the education. And I want to make that really clear. Literally investing means taking money that you already have, sting it in yourself. You can't like invest in the stock market with your credit card. (laughs) Like what, can you? God, that'd be a horrible idea. I hope you can't do that. Yeah, hopefully not. But yeah, seriously, like, cause there's been things I've wanted to do before and I've just been like, it's just not time. Like I just like, you know, paid off a thousand dollars on like my credit card or something. And so there's been things I've said no to before. And then there's been a lot of things I've regretted investing. <laughs> oh, same hundred percent. Same. I've, I think I've done podcast episodes about that already, but I, I do. I think that that's just something I really wanted to make clear is that like, if there is a coach out there who is trying to like push you to invest before you have the funds to do so, that's a red flag of major. Yeah. Don't do that. People are teaching that too. I mean, I think there's a lot of educators for educators. That's something that, I mean, that's what I do with my course with the Academy and a lot of people who are kind of in the same um, sphere as me, they're teaching their coaching students. Like this is how you overcome people's, you know, like, inability to pay you, you get them on payment plans, you create, and I'm like, well, that's fine if they know they're going to make the money, but it's not fine if you're just encouraging people to go into debt. So that was a whole, that was a whole like tangent, but I I do think it's important. My friend, I hope you have loved listening in on this episode. I wanted to say a huge thank you to the mastermind members who gave us their time so graciously and answered all of those questions. There were so many amazing insights that I'm hopeful will be helpful for you. Um, so huge thank you to Sarah, Julie, Emma, and Haley. And I would encourage you guys to go follow them along their entrepreneurial journey. You can find all their information listed in our show notes. Thanks again for listening and I'll see you guys next week. For show notes and resources mentioned on today's episode, head to so here's the thing podcast.com. And if you're enjoying the podcast, I'd love to read your review on iTunes. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll catch you in the next episode.